everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328 That's 800-293-0328 Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thanks for that, and welcome back to the show. Great to have you with us. <clears throat> Joe Theismann's going to check in with us on the other side of this break. I remember before Super Bowl 18, the Raiders. Super Bowl 18. That was with the, uh, at the time, the Redskins. Don't cancel me. That was their name. And the Raiders. And I saw Joe and Marcus. I brought this up with Joe one time. He's been on the show many times. But that. <clears throat> They were on a talk show together, and Joe said to Marcus, I can't wish you good luck, but I can wish you good health. That always stuck with me. I always thought, it's the first time I ever, I might be the only time I've heard that, but I thought it was kind of gentlemanly in a different type of way. <laughs> and he's right. Why would he wish good luck to the other team? He said, I won't wish you good luck, but I wish you good health, which I thought was Interesting. Of course, that was a game where <clears throat> Derek Jensen blocks a punt, recovers it in the end zone, and uh, Charlie Sumner, the defensive coordinator of the Raiders, takes out Matt Mellon, puts in Jack Squirek. Matt Mellon gets mad, and then Jack Squirek has the shortest pick six maybe in the history of football. Was it like a six-yard pick six? It was a screen pass near the goal line, number 58, Jack Squirek, who was on the cover of Sports Illustrated. I remember that because I was a freshman in college and I subscribed to Sports Illustrated. Back then, they used to have these deals where if you were a college student, you could get like SI for $10 a year. Not kidding. Like $10 a year that <laughs> they would take it. All right. Uh, big shout out to our brave men and women listening on AFN. I'm a fan of you, whatever country you're in, domestically as well. You're doing a great job. Stay safe. Come home soon. Keep up the good work. And also the families, mom or dad or girlfriend, boyfriend, who is it? Grandma, grandpa, they're the ones taking the kids to ballet and soccer and correcting homework. And you all matter for our military, so we appreciate it. Tune in at iHeartRadio app, Stitcher app, Twitch.tv. There I am. The Twitter is at Rick Tittle. Come on back with Joe Theismann. Here's a message just for the attorneys out there. 
so you passed the bar, joined a firm, or even built your own. Now are you finding out that you're doing more administration than actual law practice? Lexicon can help. Lexicon is a legal technology provider with over a decade of experience streamlining administrative tasks like timekeeping, billing, and more, so you can focus on maximizing billable hours and increasing client satisfaction. Call 855-4-LEXICON or visit lexiconservices.com slash go to learn more. One out of two Americans thinks their life is worthy of a book. Here's another startling stat. You may be one of the 15% of people who bothered to start your book and one of the 6% that got halfway through it, but your gem of an idea likely died. Or did it? Some published authors are making significant money, so join the ranks of the successful people that finish their books with help from Dorrance Publishing. Call right now and our experienced editors and writers will explain to you what it's going to take to get your book completely written, published, and then taken to market to sell it. It's a free consultation, so call right now. Find out how much time and money it takes to finally get that book idea of yours published. Make your dreams happen. Call Doran's Publishing right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295-800-965-1295-800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. I switched to Boost Mobile and got a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone. Want to know the best part? Uh, it was free? Nope. The fact that it's on America's largest 5G networks? Nope. It's the ding. Oh, yeah. Love the ding. Right? It's all about the ding. It's the dingarooski, the dingarona, the ring-a-ding-ding. Unleash your power to save with Boost. Get a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone when you switch. Boost Mobile. Unleash your power. And the ding. Limited time offer. New customers only. Available on select networks. 5G not available everywhere. One device per line. Tax excluded. Additional restrictions apply. See your local Boost Mobile store for details. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey, check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. All right, thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, nationally syndicated out of San Francisco and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. Always great to welcome Super Bowl champ Joe Theismann to the show, and he'll be among 80 sports and entertainment celebrities up at uh, South Lake Tahoe at Edgewood for the American Century Championship. You can see it on Golf Channel and NBC the weekend of the 14th and the 15th. In July, and also, it's interesting because today begins 
the Fantasy Golf Contest. If you go to accfantasygolf.com, you will have a chance to win $10,000 for a charity of your choice, and participants have until July 13th to pick their starting team of five players who will be uh, competing. Uh, Joe, welcome back to the show. It's it's great to have you with us, and I've been talking to a lot of your uh, fellow participants in this, and this seems to be the one event that everybody really puts on the calendar and looks forward to, isn't it? It really is, Rick, and it's good to catch up with you. Thank you. No, it is absolutely the uh, event that everybody looks forward to. Any of us that are you know involved in golf, um, in any whether it's entertainment, whether it's athletics, no matter what it is, um, we just absolutely look forward to this particular weekend in Lake Tahoe. American Century is in its 25th year as a title sponsor. They've done a unbelievably fabulous job for this and now we've created like everybody else has fantasy we have a fantasy golf and you mentioned at acc fantasygolf.com people can get all of the uh, rules and regulations they've broken us into five different groups based upon your ability to play i happen to be in a middle group where mahomes and josh allen and larry fitzgerald and roger clemens we all sort of reside there mm. right now hopefully i can play better um and then you get to pick one person from each group each day, if you'd like, and you can change that person if you want. The ultimate winner, as you mentioned, gets $10,000 for the charity of choice, plus they get a trip for two to next year's tournament. Mm. Each person that wins each day gets a trip for two to next year as well. So it's, uh, it's, it's just a great chance to get to know people, get to meet people, you know, July 14th through the 16th. And uh, Tony Romo continues to sort of be the defending champion. And um, he'll have a lot of great competition like he always does. Vinny Del Negro, Marty Fish, Mark Mulder, you know, all those guys. Of course, Charles will be there. There wouldn't be a golf tournament unless Charles was there. <laughs> and then, of course, Larry the Cable Guy is another one uh, who shows up. But and Catherine Tappan. And then I always try and stand next to Annika on the practice range just so I can maybe pick up a tip or two to help me out. Mm-hmm. I wonder if Larry will progress and change his name to Larry the Streaming Guy. Probably not, right? <laughs> He's working on it. He's getting more and more shows, I can tell you that. <laughs> um, I always bring up two teams when I talk to you. One is Notre Dame. We'll get to that in a second. But Washington, the Commanders, everyone said, well, they're going to you know, they're gonna draft a quarterback. Uh, in the first round, they went with Emmanuel Forbes, who's a, a great – he's a little guy, but he's a great ball-hawking um, I think he had like six pick Quarter. sixes yeah. in college. Yeah, great hands. Yeah. But so who's the who's the quarterback? Is it Sam Howell? Is it Jacoby Brissett? Is it Jake Fromm? What, what What's going on in Washington with the QB, Joe? Right now it's Sam Howell. I, I think this is the way Ron has sort of delivered it to the media, and um, you, know, you trust what he says. Right now he's given Sam Howell to be the starting quarterback. I think the signing of Jacoby Brissett – is probably one of the best signings we've had in quite a while because other than draft picks, uh, he brings experience. He's used to learning a different system. Something is going to be new for Sam. The system, you know, Eric's system is entirely new to, to Sam. I'm sure there's some familiarity where Jacoby has been before so that he can assimilate with it. Um, they'll compete in training camp, but it's, it's so difficult. Because all you're doing is charting plays. Nobody's hitting one another. Nobody's around your feet. Um, it's difficult, I think, to evaluate the position in that regard. Uh, and, and then I don't think neither one of them will probably play a lot in the preseason. You have to play enough to sort of get a sampling. 
but not enough to make an evaluation and say, you're my starter, you're not. This, this job will be won in training camp, but right now it's Sam. And, you know, Rick, I like the fact that Ron came out and said, you're the starting quarterback right now, Sam. Preparing mentally as a starter is different than preparing mentally as a competitor. Mm-hmm. Jacoby's been there. No big deal. But for Sam, I think mentally it's important to be in the position he's in where the coach says, hey, you're the guy. Go earn it. Go prove it. You know, Ron Rivera, he's a couple years older than me, and I grew up 10 minutes from Memorial Stadium in Berkeley, so I remember watching him as a Cal Bear and, of course, a great Chicago Bear. He's a defensive guy. Now, a lot of times they'll say, well, if you're a quarterback and your head coach is a defensive guy, does it help? Is it a hindrance? I remember talking to Jack Del Rio when he was the Raiders head coach. I said, how much do you participate in the offense? He said, I might peek in Bill Musgrave's room once in a while. But basically, he had nothing to do with it. So for right. you as a QB, and of course you had Joe Gibbs, but I mean, the difference between having Bill Walsh or having you know Bill Parcells, that didn't hold Tom Brady back. So what do you think about that whole thing about he's a defensive head coach? I don't, I don't put any weight in it at all. Joe Gibbs was an offensive coach, and yet... In 1983, the year we went back to the Super Bowl to play the Raiders, our giveaway-takeaway ratio was plus 43, a number no one will ever even come close to. Stop and think of it. In the Santa 16 games, we took the ball away from our opponents 43 times more than we gave it up. It's it's unheard of in sports. It's unheard of in football. But I I think it's the coordinator that makes such a world of difference. And also, that applies to the defensive side as well. I think, you know, when Jack was the defensive coordinator – you have so many responsibilities as a head coach besides installations and studying film all the time and figuring out personnel. Uh, you, you look at personnel, but then you have the radio shows, the TV shows, the commitments with the owners, all of the things that you're required to do as a head coach that don't allow you the really, I think, the time to be able to put in that you need to be able to prepare your football team to be able to do the thing. Now, being a play caller is different. Mike Holman did. You know, Mike called, you know, Andy Reid does it. Uh, Eric, you know, helped put the offense together when he was there. They're play callers. It's, it's a little different. Um, I don't think, you know, the fact that Ron's a defensive guy as a head coach uh, has any bearing whatsoever on, you know, what this offense is going to look like, unless there's like 25,000 fourth and ones that they have to make a decision on. <laughs> and then you'd say, yeah, but other than that, I don't think it matters. Uh, last question for you. When I when Marcus Freeman got the job in South Bend, I remember talking to you and you gave him your full support. He's a young head coach. It started off kind of rocky. They were like three and three, but then he kind of hit his stride winning nine games. And so now what does he take as that experience, having never been a head coach for one of the biggest schools in the country, and then put that into effect here in his second year, Joe? Well, you know, first the first of all, uh, it, it is overwhelming. I mean, gosh, you open your season with Ohio State at Ohio State. Come on, give me a break. <laughs> um, that, that's his. That's his. That's his first responsibility. You know, and then a couple of the losses were, so I guess you could say, almost unforgivable. But it, it, just like at any level of football, you have to have a quarterback to be able to be efficient. Two years ago, we had Jack, and he played well, and you know, Notre Dame, you know, won a lot of football games. Last year, the quarterback position was unstable. Uh, Drew is a Drew is a great competitor, but didn't have the arm strength, and they didn't have the ability to get the ball outside the receivers. Now you've got a different coordinator who really has coached the wide receiver position. You have uh, Marcus will be able to you know have his as we talk about head coaches, he'll have his finger in the defensive side of the ball, 
But we got a kid, Sam Hartman, transferred from Wake Forest, mm-hmm. six-year guy, and he got that extra year because of the pandemic. And now he is our quarterback, and I'm telling you, he is a man. Um, I did some great stuff at Wake. I, I really think that this will be the first quarterback that I've seen at Notre Dame in probably the last seven, eight years that I think can come in, and unfortunately it will probably be one year. Um that really, I I believe, can make a, a world of difference in this offense. I, I think, you know, from what I've been able to read, what I've been able to see and, and have a chance to visit him a little bit, you know, I think he's going to be among those elite quarterbacks at the college level. And it'll it'll change Notre Dame's offense appreciably. We've always run the ball well. We've always put offensive linemen into the NFL. But now, even wide receivers on different occasions and in a tight end, but I think as a group, the offense will be much more dynamic. There he is, Joe Theismann. As I said, he'll be at the American Century Championship at Edgewood July 14th through 16th. That'll be live coverage on the Golf Channel and NBC. And, as we also mentioned today, accfantasygolf.com. Go there. You have a chance to win $10,000 for a charity of your charity of your choice and to go to the uh, tournament next year. Joe Theismann, Super Bowl winner. Always great talking ball with you, my friend. Appreciate it. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate it. Take care. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Martin Urbano on the other side. Come on back. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, if you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable, priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear, nothing shows on the back of your ear, and at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case, and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738. That's 800-278-1738. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. Ouch! Well, by wearing a small remote device called a Continuous Glucose Monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers. If you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, call now and learn how a CGM can help you. Painless. No more pricking my finger. No finger pricks. Convenience. They delivered it free and they took care of all the paperwork. You can reduce pain right away. Plus, it's accurate, easy to use, and helps you spend more time in range. And if you have insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now and get free shipping of your new CGM. Plus, we'll bill your insurance for you. 800-390-5160-800-390-5160-800-390-5160. That's 800-390-5160. 
Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trust Pilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances, heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. 800-867-6917. That's 800-867-6917. Now you see that evil will always triumph because good is dumb. Tittle always goes commando. Hey, thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. If you are in the Midwest, you need to get over to St. Louis because Helium Comedy at the Garage will have tomorrow night at 8 o'clock and two shows on Saturday night. Our next guest, comedian Martin Urbano. And I do that because he does have the Enya on the last N and Martin. And Martin, you were just here a couple weeks ago in studio when you were at the punchline. I guess we missed each other. <laughs> That's right, Rick. You know, I was there at the punchline. Um, you know, I did go into the station and uh, chat with you. Um, but I didn't see it at the shows. You know, I had the seat reserved right in front with your name on it and just uh, was empty every night. Well, as Steve Martin said, I had to wash my cat and the fur sticks to my tongue. Yes, that's uh, that's an old one. Love that guy. Yeah. Love that guy. Um, well, d- when you left this uh, network, did you think that was the best interview I've ever, have I ever done? Uh, or did you forget about it in 15 minutes? Uh, I mean, I was hoping you were going to submit it to some sort of radio awards. I don't know which one the, those would be. I think I I could win. A, you know, that would that would really mean a lot to me. Do you know what? And this is true that some of the interviews we do here go to the Library of Congress. I don't know if they picked that one, but they might have. <laughs> do you have a guess on who they would have picked? Um, it's usually like you know Mickey Mantle and Bill Russell, but it could be Martin yeah. Urbano. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. The three of us have a lot in common. <laughs> Icons of American sport, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you ever just for fun? It's I guess it's too easy to put the the uh, Enya on Urbano. That's too easy, right? Yeah, I, I, the the you know it's a little tongue in cheek thing to have it on the end in Martin Mustin. Um, you know, people like it. Uh, other people don't understand it. Um, it's probably not worth it, and I should remove it. But you know, well, this—it's funny thing. Like when you said like Martin, the way you're supposed to say it in Spanish, 
But like one of my good friends from Oakland, he's Jorge to me and all his white friends, but all his Mexican friends call him George. So why is it backwards like that? I think it's the assumption that you're supposed to say his name like something, you know, like I get Martine, Mm -hmm. even though that's the one way I wouldn't pronounce it. Right. Um, Yeah, I don't know, but there is something to, uh, you know, if I'm back home, people will just say Martin. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, are your parents still mad at you? For uh, lots of things, yes. You're going to have to narrow it down. I just remember we kind of talked about it that, well, it's like a lot of comedians, you know, like Jake Johansson left Iowa state when he was like five credits short of graduating. He just, he had to get to LA and try to be a comedian. And so I guess when you're like headlining the punchline at a great place, like St. Louis helium comedy.com to get your tickets there, uh, the garage, um, then they're like, okay, you were right. Or do you still get, now you were wrong. Uh, I definitely still get, uh, definitely last week I got, you know, if you need to move back home at any point, we got a room for you. Uh, I'm like, I'm doing, I'm doing all right. <laughs> I'm headlining the, the small, the smaller room at the St. Louis helium. Did they ever go? Yeah. I remember this great, uh, story Joe List told about how when he went to Letterman and his mom and dad drove down from Boston and he goes, what did you think of the show? And his parents said, you know, there were people in our row who were laughing. He's like, that's it? <laughs> He's like, it's a comedy bit. So did what about them going to your shows and maybe you doing like, I don't know, a uh, sex joke or something that you were embarrassed to do in front of them? Uh, you know, my, uh, my parents, uh, that, that sounds like them. Um, you know, I think they're just worried because they know a little bit too much about my financial situation. Um, you know, just from from asking questions about taxes because I don't know how to do all that. Um, but you know, one day, one day when I'm headlining the big room at Helium, they'll they'll get it. <laughs> you know, in today's world, you, you think about how people. You know, you you have to be so careful about everything you do. So when you <laughs> are on Hulu and this full. And you say, what's my character? And you said, you're going to be called Julio Tambien. Do you say, uh-huh. you're canceled, I'm going to burn this place to the ground, how dare you? Or do you go, sounds great? Why, well, I said sounds great, but why, why would you think that it would be the other thing? Because nowadays, if you, it, it's sort of like saying, you know, it's, well, let's just say if you're Bulgarian, right? And you say, oh, do you like, do you like Bulgarian food? How dare you identify me? by what I am. You know, it's just we're all on eggshells sometimes, don't you think? I I just don't... Did that happen to you, Rick? Kind of. Did you assume a Bulgarian? Kind of. Bulgarian food? <laughs> sort of. I, yeah, it was maybe one of the more innocent things I've said, and it's like, you objectified me as a Bulgarian? And it's like, well, I wasn't objectifying you. I just asked you a question because it, it wasn't actually Bulgarian. Let's just say it was similar. Okay. Let's make this let's all about me specific. right now. You interview me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm curious. I'm, I'm wondering, you know, because this is a question that, like, I kind of address in my stand-up, and I take a stance on it. But, um, you know, I, I'm, I want to know where this, where that idea comes from, like that you're scared to say something. Well, I'm, I'm, look, I'm not, in trouble. I'm not scared. I mean, I'm going to say what okay. I want to say. I'll just, I think what it is is people's opinion of what a bad day is, 
is not what it was, let's say, in the 70s. In the 70s, a bad day would be like if you got a flat tire and your window got smashed and then you got beat up as you went to work. Now a bad day would be if they wrote your name down wrong on your Starbucks order. I, I think that's, I guess that's what I'm getting at. Interesting. Well, I, I, I'll say that would be, you know, a bad day now, too, if your window got smashed and you got, you know, I, I think people would say that's a bad day. Um, I don't know. I, I, I think we're just like all learning a little bit more and I don't know. I, 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 I get into it in my standup, but I'm, I just, I'm fascinated by what people feel like they're scared to say and, or, or rather, um, you know, what a bad day constitutes. I don't know. All I know is this fool on Hulu coming back for season two at the end of July. Julio <laughs> Great. Tambien. It's a hilarious <laughs> character. And we have another season, Tambien. That's good, too. Uh, right. I, I also wanted to ask you, Martin, on your uh, your little blurb about your comeback apology tour, it says that you <laughs> share deep personal insights. Can we have one, please? You, you got to check out the show to see these deep personal <laughs> You're insights. not giving them away for free. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think there's, I, I don't know if that blurb says they're mildly, deeply personal insights, uh, very brief, mild personal insights. And then a lot of jokes about the woke mob, PC mm-hmm. police, cancel culture, and my crazy Mexican family. Yeah, and, and you know that's the thing too is that it's it the the woke crowd is an easy one to attack. But do you get any backlash? Uh, what what have you gotten backlash? No, no. <laughs> it's a great it's a great time. <laughs> It's listen, I can tell you as a white guy in his fifties, people are very sympathetic and understanding. (laughs) (laughs) We had a great run of about 2000 years, but it's over. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. (laughs) All right. So tell me about, because I love the helium clubs and you know, you just think about from Philly to, I mean, just all all the way down Portland. I was once a, a comedy judge for the Helium uh, Portland. They have they're just some of the best chain chain uh, clubs in America. But the garage, because I think about the store. It's got the OR and the main room and the belly room. What's the garage? Um, I assume it's just where they keep their cars <laughs> and they let you know fledgling comedians <laughs> do do their time. Uh, yeah, I don't know what to expect. I'm excited. I like I like Heliums, um, and I'm happy to go to St. Louis for the first time and perform in a garage. I remember my trying uh, to get into the garage circuit. <laughs> my old doctor, who was uh, Jewish, he talked about going to St. Louis and how they had great bacon. And I said, I thought you guys weren't allowed to eat bacon. And he goes, We're not. But I was in St. Louis. I mean, come on. So make sure to pick up some bacon. It is Martin Urbano. Also, he uh, doubles as my psychologist. Heliumcomedy.com. Get your tickets at the garage at Helium St. Louis tomorrow at 8 and Saturday at 8 and 1030. Martin, thanks for coming on the show, buddy. Thanks for having me. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Byline. Hey! 
it's me, Ruthie, from Total Wine & More. You know how stores have been raising their prices lately? Well, lean into your speaker a little closer because I've got a big secret to share. Total Wine is actually lowering our prices on hundreds of wines. I know, right? And even better, our new lower prices on hundreds of wines are here to stay. But listen, don't thank me. At Total Wine, we love helping our customers save big. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine & More. Drink responsibly, be 21. If you're moving to another state, you're getting a fresh start in a brand new town. And when you choose a moving company to help get your valuable possessions to that new home of yours, you want somebody that's going to take care of your things like you would. That's why you need to call Colonial Van Lines. They're America's number one moving company for a reason. Because they'll take care of your things like they would their possessions. They'll use caution so nothing gets damaged. And they won't treat you like a number, they'll treat you like a friend. And when you call now on a qualified move across state lines, they'll give you a $250 discount. Move your things the right way. Call Colonial Van Lines now for a free quote. Call now to learn more about this special $250 long-distance move discount. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. That's 800-847-0225. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Heart failure, carpal tunnel syndrome, shortness of breath, stomach issues, lower back pain. How does it all add up? If you have heart failure and any of those seemingly unrelated symptoms sound familiar, it's time to talk with your cardiologist and get the full picture. They may add up to transthyretin amyloid cardiomyopathy. ATTRCM is a rare and underdiagnosed disease. Recognize the signs and discuss them with your doctor soon. Learn more at connectwithyourheart.com. That's connectwithyourheart.com. Sponsored by Pfizer. Teams have four attempts to move the ball 10 yards. So if you see a graphic on your screen that says first and 10, that means it's the team's first attempt to get 10 yards. crazy. Use a D-O-G. And if you was my man, I would have been kicked you out of my house by now. This is what had happened. All right. Welcome back to the show. And it's great to have you with us. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast. And uh, I always mention the American Forces Radio Network. 
Can you tell I'm stalling? Uh, my dad was a uh, naval officer. He was a lieutenant commander when uh, Eisenhower was uh, president. And uh, he's, uh, he had a couple billets, but uh, the best one was probably when he was the uh, on the flagship Princeton as a uh, uh, deck officer there. All right, let's bring in our guests. We welcome back to the show R.K. Russell, a defensive end uh, in the National Football League. He was drafted by the Cowboys, and uh, he was also with the Bucks. spent some time with Buffalo as well. But it was uh, four years ago when he broke the mold and he came out publicly as uh, bisexual uh, in an essay for ESPN. He now has a very powerful memoir called The Yards Between Us, and it shares his story about his love of football, both men and women, and then walking the tightrope of trying to keep that secret. RK, welcome back to the show, man. And when you when anybody writes an autobiography or memoir like this, you're going to have to uh, you know, revisit things that aren't pleasant. Was that hard for you, or did you want to get the full story out there? I think it was hard. You know, I think there are, are aspects of our life where, for whatever reason, whether it be just pain, trauma, um, uncomfortableness, unease, or a little bit of whether it be self-shame or self-doubt, uh, you know, there, there are things that are challenging to revisit, especially to tell them um, to someone else to share them in a way that's both genuine and honest. Uh, but I think that it was also needed. I think it was necessary for me. I think it's been a huge part of my growth as a human being, as a person. It's been a therapeutic um, process. And, you know, I can only hope that other people in reading it who have similar experiences uh, feel a little bit of that journey as well. And those who don't have similar experiences um, can just connect to it and, and create empathy around these situations. Was that one of the motives behind the book? Because I know a lot of people will say, why tell us about your personal life? Who cares? I mean, is it sort of to get that out there to let people know, look, it's okay to be who you are? Of course. And I, I will honestly say, you know, if you don't care to read my life in full for whatever reason, please don't. <laughs> like, that, that is perfectly fine. Uh, I will say that as a black bisexual man in America, there are often times where I do not get to see stories like these where the, where the, the representation, um, the media, uh, the education system, the entertainment business are not so representative of, of who I am, um, of my journey, of a lot of diverse dreams for a lot of different people. So I do feel that that representation is important. I also believe that, like I said earlier, it creates empathy for those unlike us mm-hmm. um, to see people go, who go through racism, who go through homophobia, who go through any challenge or obstacle um, and create uh, connectivity between it to see them as more than just the labels that they embody or the headline or, or the, the career as an athlete, but to see just the human being and to connect to that. Uh, you know, I think that we are in a place where you do not have to believe the same or look the same, love the same, be born the same, um, to just know people, to respect people, and to um, support them as well and, and to encourage them in their journey and to learn from, from each other. I think that's a huge part of, of why we're all put on this big, floating rocks together (laughs) do you kind of think too like when you when you came out and said what you know uh you said you're bisexual that a lot of people said we're like good for you we support you and the next thing you know you're you're blackballed do you think that's kind of how it went down not at all i mean for me my coming out was such a celebration such a moment in my personal life um my personal life does also include the friends and families and the mentors that i've made through football the teammates that i've had the coaches and the mentors that i've had you know i wrote in the letter that i had two had two desires at that point which was to live openly as a bisexual man to return to the nfl and oftentimes as life does 
um, I was given something that has been even greater than um, my own thought or my interpretation. I not only get to live my authentic self and my truth um, and, and to bring that into the world and to create that life, I'm also in relationship and in contact with the NFL and with sports culture on a level that will not just impact one team on the field, but can impact 32 teams across the league, um, whether to be more open, to be more diverse, to be more inclusive, to make sure that all of their players um, feel supported and included and represented all their fans as well. Uh, and to hopefully shift the culture of sports, I'll say specifically male sports too, because there is a lot of inherent um, just misogyny and homophobia that male sports um, that young kids encounter in male sports at an early age. Mm-hmm. And I now get to affect that. So, you know, be, I, I, I read it, wrote about it in my book, The Arts Between Them. I'd rather um, chase joy than conspiracy, and that is something that I truly live by. Yeah, no, I agree with you. A couple more questions for R.K. Russell. As you mentioned, his memoir, The Yards Between Us, you have taken uh, your education as a very good writer. You've taken your platform to write some very poignant pieces about anti-trans laws and uh, such things. Do you sort of feel like it's uh, you've been chosen or it's your duty to take you, the, I, the the platform that you are a person with some notoriety to to uh, incur some of that change you were talking about? Definitely. You know, and I think it's different for everyone. I think it's a, bar, a bit of, you know, who I was raised and also just being an athlete. You know, I've come to terms that in my life when you are given, um, when you are blessed with and when you've worked hard to acquiring to hone a talent and an ability um, and a passion for something that is then mixed with the universe giving you an opportunity or you creating an opportunity for yourself when those two instances meet, when talent, passion, meet opportunity and timing, uh, that it is of my inherent responsibility to then take that, to then utilize that, um, to, to, to use that in my life. Um, and it is a part of what I believe now is my life mission, my life calling um, to speak out for those who oftentimes feel silenced or for those who to be the voice in the room um, that other people might not be able to get into and to hopefully also invite them into that room or at least know if they're welcome. Uh, so, so yeah, I, I feel it's a calling to me. I feel it's a responsibility. Neither of those words to me feel weighted or heavy. I don't feel burdened by it at all. Mm-hmm. I feel honestly, I'm very fortunate uh, to have both, like I said, the talent, passion, and the opportunity. Great football player at, at Carrollton and in Texas, and uh, you know, obviously uh, Texan, uh, you know, the Dallas area. You just think about all the schools that would be after you, like UT and and A and M. But you go to West Lafayette, Indiana, the the Big Ten. What was it about mm-hmm. Purdue, the Boilermakers? You're like, this is my school. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it honestly would be as, as these things always are, right? It's like a perfect storm. Um, I was not super familiar with Purdue. Uh, in Texas, I knew as a Texas guy that Drew Brees went to Purdue, and he was a Texas guy. So, mm-hmm. okay, you know they have talent, they've had success. Drew Brees is, is one one of the greatest um, quarterbacks in football. Uh, so, so you know that was a positive. But I also grew up um, to a single mother who always prided herself in education, who always emphasized education in our home. Purdue, I knew as a school and as an institution of education, um, was of high regard. So, so that of course, was another positive. And then that I would face real competition on the football field, that I would be able to play against the Ohio State, uh, the Michigans of the world, the Wisconsin, the Michigan State, um, day in, day out, and that people would see me play, I'd be nationally televised. So all these things on paper made Purdue the greatest place to be for me at that time um, on full scholarships. I took the scholarship and went, but it wasn't until I was actually there, and I encountered the people that 
the things that translated on paper actually took form in real life. And I met um, some of the greatest friends I've ever met in my life uh, and that I'm still close with to this day. You know, it's um, it's interesting nowadays. So many corporations will, especially during Pride Month, which is right now, they'll you know they'll have a, a, a pride flag, or they'll say you know we're we're friendly to the LBGTQ plus community. I had an interview with Ali Krieger last year of the United States national team, and and she and and uh, her partner Ashlyn Harris, they now have a a daughter, and they were part of a a car company campaign. So I asked her, I said, do you, you know, how much of this do you think is just lip service that they don't care, they just want to seem like they're friendly, and how much of it is real? And and she sort of said, well, a lot of it is fake, but she would rather have the the initiative of, you know, saying I'd, I'd rather have some lip service than, than nothing at all. So for the NFL, RK, when they talk about how much they support LG, uh, LBGTQ plus community, how much of that is real? And even if it's not real, is it still good is what I'm trying to say. Oh my goodness. Um, I'm not sure if it's not really still good. I mean, I guess it's po- it's better than not doing anything at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't even want to put that out there because I don't want this, that to seem like, okay, well then we'll settle for that. You know what I mean? I, I have that, that fear that if you, you know, you kind of give corporations that they'll be like, okay, cool. <laughs> Let's just do that. Um, in the NFL, I've, like I kind of said earlier, been been fortunate and blessed to work with them in partnership to constantly be able to challenge them as they've always challenged me um, as just a person and a player. Uh, I get to do the same for them and to build this league uh, that seems, like I said, just welcoming and inviting for everyone. If you love football, if you love the sport, if you're willing to do the work, especially as a player and dedicate your life to it, then you are welcomed here. Um, and I think lip service versus action is something that kind of takes time. You know, we won't know necessarily, you know, how much of the rubber was put to the road the moment that the statement is put out. But I can say in my position that I am the person making sure that the actions meet um, meet the talking points that I am not involved with things to be a face. That to share your platform with me and not to share your power or your decision making or your thought process um, is tokenism. And I have no interest in being a part of that. You know, and that there are many people in the organization who feel the same way, who are trying to make sure that the talk, if, if anything, outweighs, or, or the walk outweighs the talk. Last question for you. Um, when you think about, when you write a book like this, there might be a story that you think, geez, if I put this in, I might make somebody upset. Uh, if I leave it out, though, then it's a great story that I've left out. How do you sort of walk that line about when you're, when you're talking about your experiences and then maybe somebody might get embarrassed? Do you, do you lean towards leaving it out or do you want to just put it in and say, Hey, it's all fair game. I mean, I, I don't hold um, my story, the memories, the chapters of my story and the contingency of whether it will embarrass someone or not. I think, you know, that life at times is embarrassing and it's cringy and it's messy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was also very conscious to not make anyone seem like a villain in my story, to not just make these two-dimensional characters of fear and terror um, outside of the two-dimensional character of fear and terror that I describe as bigotry or hate. Um, but no, I, it was important for me to be true to myself, for me to be true to the story, for people who see themselves in my story or who've gone through similar experiences uh, to feel that they are genuine and fleshed out and, and vulnerable and honest. And that's the part of it. You know, um, it didn't come from a malicious place. I didn't write about anyone and just think that they would, you know, feel super negatively about it. Uh, just because that's not my experience. And if that did happen, I would write it that way. 
uh, I have an obligation to me and myself foremost into my story uh, into the people that will connect with it. That's, that's where I went with it. Um, that's where I wrote from a, a big catalyst to getting through a book because it's freaking hard work um, is knowing that there's a little RK Russell out there somewhere who needs this, who it would help, who it will save um, and who will see themselves in it. And that was the focus um, going through it. Everybody pick up this new memoir, The Yards Between Us, a memoir of life, love, and football by our guest, R.K. Russell. R.K., congratulations on the book, and thanks for coming by, man. Thank you. Thanks for having me again. I appreciate it. Okay. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break, and we'll come on back on Byline. How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it. And you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. And our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-617-5145. 800-617-5145. That's 800-617-5145. Hey, airline travelers, let's say you have a problem and you need to change or cancel an existing airline reservation. What do you do? Well, Skywatch is a free service that can help anyone with any airline reservation fix it. Whether you want to cancel it, change your dates, or add passengers, we can help fix your airline reservations so you get exactly what you need. We've updated our computer database and now have access to every airline around the globe. So now you can make one phone call, regardless of who booked your airline tickets, and we'll change it, cancel it, and fix it for you. We know the insider secrets to fixing reservations that the airline don't want you to know about. So if you need to cancel, change, or modify an existing airline reservation, call Skywatch right now. It's a free call, so let us fix it for you. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. That's 855-325-5647. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. Have you been diagnosed with cancer? Do you use pesticides in your job? Specifically Roundup. Roundup, made by Monsanto, contains a chemical called glyphosate, which has been linked to cancer. If you've used Roundup and you have cancer, you may be entitled to a cash award. Over $10 billion has been set aside to pay users of Roundup who've been diagnosed with cancer. Time is almost running 
out to file your claim. So if you've been diagnosed with cancer and you've used Roundup, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And time to file is almost gone, so please call right now. 800 535 6078. 800 535 Rick Tittle once threw a tennis ball at a donkey. Uh, you know, I was thinking about something, and it needs to be tweeted. <laughs> that sounds really stupid. But you're just thinking about how the A's now, they formally today have put in the request for um, moving the team to Vegas and uh, the relocation and uh, that... Um, you know, this is a formality, really. But um, don't forget that John Fisher was the only owner in Major League Baseball who refused to pay his minor leaguers during the pandemic. The only one. And he only relented after an outcry. And don't forget that he's also the guy, the biggest contract in the history of his ownership is $15 million for two years of Joaquin Soria. Don't forget that he missed a stadium rent payment three years ago, despite being the sixth richest team in baseball as far as profit went. I mean, you can go on and on and on about what a dirty ass this guy is. But it's, I mean, look, a lot of times you think, well, you know, the, the they just don't understand rich people. No, we understand this guy. Why should they pay minor leaguers? They're not playing. Well, the other 29 owners did. So what? Well, people are going to think you really sucked. All right, I'll pay them. We got another hour to go. We got Scott Capurro and Vaughn to Shepard. Come on back.